Okay. Hey, hey. Lady talking like that got me a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, trucker talk. All right. We ready? Here we are. Are we on the live feed again, huh? Well, thank you for tuning in, everybody. Rum Chat Land, right here in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, where dreams are made and hearts are broken. <laughs> where you can come out with a $10,000 car and leave on a million-dollar airplane. And our uh, special guest today is a man that, uh, while rodeoed back in the 60s, <laughs> has traveled with Murtis Deitman a lot. <laughs> no. That was you with Murtis? Uh a man that rode bulls for a long time, did a lot of stuff. South Dakota man, uh, worked for uh, Stace, with Stace Smith for a long time, won him, ran the rodeo company back when Stace won like 32 stock contractors a year in a row. Now he's cinch, oil field, yeah. uh, gold you, buckle beer. Whatever you can gold think of. Gold buckle beer, make your next buckle a gold one. Whatever Wait, you no, can think of. It's got to yeah. be your beer. It's got to be your beer, Gold Buckle Beer. <laughs> it's delicious. It tastes good. Are you shaking your head at your endorsees right now? <laughs> I am. I got to tell you, I, I try to tune you two out. But the other day, I'm walking in. Uh, oh, I'm at a American qualifier. Kids in the bulldogging. Kyle Whitaker said, "Hey, are are you paying them guys to talk about you?" <laughs> and of course, I get forty some when you guys make fun of me i said no kyle that doesn't work that way <laughs> i would actually have them brag on me they were making fun of me, well, with me. we weren't making that fun was bronc rumford that was bronc There's my a... dad was making fun of you for how you acted on the venezuela trip when you had to judge the queen contest there is a reason why nobody likes bronc rumford and there it is <laughs> right there. anyway the great rory lemel from south dakota Hey! Uh, so we welcome him um stock contractor also in the game now i forgot how could i forget about that um him and scotty lovelace and uh teaming up and uh that's only been what was that two years you've been doing that or a year you've only been back in that game for a year a uh, year yep. yeah so yep. cool. anyway so we're glad to have mr rory lemel and uh yeah let's get it started off uh, i do want to talk a little bit about that trip to venezuela yeah i want i want to get rory's side of the story because on the bronc rumford uh rump chat they uh we had seven thousand downloads so 7,000 people have heard one side of the story. Yeah, you get a chance to redeem yourself, Roar. All right, all right. So Bronk embellishes a little bit. I, I, I did cave. <laughs> cold. I did cave. Maybe not as fast as he did, because here's the story. You know, they've had more Miss Universes than any other country, and we go to these stops, and Jerome Robinson is working us, and I'm learning from Bronk on how to look like I'm busy and not really be busy. And, <laughs> That's and, a Rumford trait we all have. Yeah. <laughs> so... So before we get to the wild cow milking and the horse racing and the bull riding, we have this queen contest, and the stadium is full, and man, this girl was hot. There was one blonde girl, all brunettes, you know, so yeah, we all talked and decided the blonde girl won, and now here's the story Bronk leads up, leaves out. When I say they threw one beer, they threw a hundred cases of beer at me, and they were chanting. Yeah, they weren't very happy. I remember that. Oh, so I'm looking over, and, and Jerome Robinson has eyes this big, and I'm thinking, change the winner or run to the bullpen and lay down, because the bulls wasn't really that mean. So it was a simple deal. I changed the winner, and 
Bronk had a little bit of a heyday with it. So, yes, I did cave. And uh, with that, they've never asked me to judge queen contests again. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. <laughs> that was <laughs> Scott. That was your last queen contest of your life, Rory. That was freaking crazy, though. I'm telling you, you're in another country, and they're chanting something they've never heard, but I don't think it's nice. <laughs> yeah, but didn't you just slightly take away the trophy from the blonde? <laughs> well, I had not really give it to her. I mean, she had her hand in the air, but you just put that down and shuffle it to the next in line. And with a, uh, before the days of gold buckle beer, kind of looked like in Venezuela they had polar light beer. Polar light. And Rory uh, was one of the guys, and Red Limo was there too. That were uh, they would get on the bus. Because all the, the 50 cowboys on the Venezuela trip, we traveled on a bus, and the bus smelled terrible because these guys would get to drinking beer and tell old bull riding stories all night long and spill beer. and Oh. Co- that bus smelled like stale beer, Copenhagen, and broken dreams. Man, we drank <laughs> a lot of beer. Uh, remember, uh, we had a talent contest, and I was the host. Yeah. And then we made fun of Cliff Harris, a legendary rodeo clown, and Cliff got mad and wouldn't speak to me for a week after that. <laughs> Brunson is here. Did yeah, you know that's right. here. Yeah, I met Brunson, and he worked for me in Canada one time. Bone and I go up and do some C5 stuff yep. up there, yep. and uh, yep. man, it's fun. Oh, goodness. Well, it's really good to be out here in Vegas. We're on day number three. Um, when we talk about the NFR, um, Thursday night, Okay, Wednesday, if we back up chronologically, let's back up chronologically, as Boyd Paul Hamas <laughs> would say. Wednesday night's the banquet. Everybody dresses up. They're feeling good. Thursday comes. Everybody's excited. Friday morning, people are starting to be hungover. <laughs> Saturday, I feel like Saturday is the resurgence. Everybody that was down yesterday is back today. And it's time to party on Saturday night. When they got to the clown of the year or the clown in the can, did they have his hand halfway up and then they put it down? No. Is that what happened? You know, Rory, because to me, it's not about the buckles. It's not about the awards. Because when I go to a rodeo and I see a little rodeo fan on the front row smiling, to me, that's the only award I need. That little rodeo fans, probably Wes Stevenson up there in the front row for crying out loud. <laughs> oh, there's an old name. I wonder what Wes Stevenson's doing today. Wes is here. Building fence. You think, can oh, we get Wes does. and Will is Lowe? He here? And... Wes was here at the Buck and Horse sale, yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, Wes and Will Lowe and hey. Tom. Tom. The last time I saw Tom, he was camped out in the corner in, a, at in Belleville, Belleville, Texas. Was last Tom's time I a flank man, right? Yeah, he had He's a broke leg. One of the best employees Mo Better Rodeo Company's ever had. Minus you. They pay him in Cheez-Its. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a lot for a stock you know contractor, what? as you well hey, know. Hey, Rory, I want your, your thoughts on this, because you're an event promoter. You do a lot of events. Me and Hammond have been kind of talking about having a bullfight out here called the, uh, Return the- to Glory. And we want to get some old bullfighters that are fat and kind of retired. You have to be 10, then, 20 pounds overweight. And then they fight muleys, muley fighting bulls for one day. What if, can we do a whole deal like that where we could get Wes Stevenson and them guys and have back when they used to buck and have a 40 and over, and we've just been good hoppers. But how cool would that be to have like Jason Havens and Mark Gomes or, you know. <laughs> First of all, it'd take a long time for them old-timers to get out of the chute. You know, Mark would still be combing his hair. I'm sure he has no hair left, and he's probably thinking he's still pretty, you know. So it'd take a while. Don't make Mark poke you with his good hand. (laughs) Um, But if you could pick, okay, Rory, if you could pick four 
retired Bronc riders to get on a Bronc match where you just had nice hoppers. Just good 18-point hoppers. I'm going to go with my four first while you think. Okay. Dan Mortensen. Yep. Billy Etbauer. Yep. Red Limmel. And Derek Clark. Well, I'd go with the Mount Rushmore. If you're going to go all that way, you'd have to go with the Mount Rushmore Bronc riders. Mortensen. Etbauer. Germanson. Oh, yeah, Brad Germanson. Clint Johnson. I think Brad Germanson's yep. too old. He's. Brad, uh, you guys are stupid because I would go with Moose out of Canada because. You want to hear the contractors. Because <laughs> 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 he's going to win the average. Yeah, Moose is going to win the average. There's no getting around it. That would be so awesome. You, you got to tell him about the con. You guys probably, in being, being contractors, hire you, but, you know, when you get to the national. Not if we want to make a living. That's right. <laughs> $200 in Cheez-Its. So when you get to the national finals rodeo, it's a pretty good, ooh, man, I do Sage Kimsey. Oh, wow, ah, buckles coming my way. But there's certain guys that you hear over there, and they drop their head, and it's funny to listen to the contractors complain. <laughs> Jeez, I drew him again. I can't win. Who's, who's Top on 15 the... guys in the world. I, I made a big mistake last night. And nothing against Guy. I, he's my friend, and he's been my friend for a while. And I, I thought he was good, but I lost $100. I never thought Trent Montero would be 91. That was NFR. spectacular. That it's, was, he's riding great. because he, cool cow- he got a new cowboy hat. Well, he's, that he, was overdue. Yeah, he's had the same. He's got a worse Bangora than Lloyd Ketchum. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, his hat. I told Trent Montero at Brawley. He won Brawley, too. And, uh. He had on a terrible straw hat, and I said, hey, next time Tim McGraw gives you a hat, don't let him shape it. The, the all-time guy that always had the worst hats, Chuck Logue, without a doubt. You know, Chuck's T-shirts was ripped, and his hat looked like Larry Sandvik threw it in the cha- trash, <laughs> and he had it on. Uh, and you didn't want Chuck around your new hat Sandvik. either, because he'd give you a flogging now. Sandvik would be another one for the retired one. Oh, we could get T-shirts made with a picture of a beer on the back, and, say, and the fronts could say, what would Larry Sandvik do? What would Larry Sandvik <laughs> The one thing I like about old Larry is, you know, sometimes a guy goes through a wild streak and then he changes his lifestyle and he finds the Lord. That hasn't happened with Larry. No. Yeah, Larry's the same person. <laughs> and he you know finds today. the Lord, he La- says. Yeah. <laughs> Larry started his wild streak at 15, and now in his 50s, it's still pedal to the metal. I, the first time I, I was ever really around Sandvik when he was uh, part of uh, Omaha, and, and like one of the first years they had the tour finale and everybody was staying at the casinos across the river in Iowa, Council Bluffs. And I'm in there, I'm not even 21, but I'm got my brother's ID and I'm drinking the bar there and everybody's around there and I'm thinking I'm so cool. And, and then I step on Larry Sandvik's foot accidentally <laughs> and, he just beats and the I crap thought he was going to murder me. That'd be His funny. eyes were all beady and then That'd be wild. funny though. Larry's what a good story. <laughs> I was like... How cool would that be to look back and be like, man, I'll never forget the, the year that Larry Sandvik kicked the crap out of me. That'd be awesome. I mean, Hambone, you're kind of a big old weenie, so like, it wouldn't be that hard to beat you up. Yeah. And that'd be good for Fred Larry Whitfield too, had yeah. my back. I saw Fred Whitfield at the bowling deal today. The Bob Tallman Bowling Charity Tournament is going on right now, oh, even as we speak. That's right. At the, I'm the uh, defending champion. Of the bowling tournament? Bowling tournament. I have tennis elbow. I couldn't play. I had to withdraw. <laughs> that's a true story. This tennis elbow is very... <laughs> So, you tell the, we were in uh, at the Maple Leaf Circuit Finals, Rory and I. Rory's running the arena, 
and uh, I'm obviously doing the music, and so we're we're up there, and Rory's got this tennis elbow. Well, he's got a stiff neck too. Is that a real? <laughs> and is, he's, is tennis elbow a thing? It's it, a true thing. It, it is a thing. It's I very painful. It. So what Rory says, I don't know. I I guess my joints are still good, but uh, Rory's <laughs> neck is stiff, and it, so he's. You tell the story because I'm going to murder. No, it. I'm not telling it because you, okay. like my family, make fun of me. So, Did, was your Rory's getting this this gal's in there, and she's a She's really good, but she's strong. And it's sports medicine up there. And uh, oh she, she says, well, do you want the, did you see the treatment that I just gave the other guy? And uh, he didn't, but he's like, yeah, sure. Great. He's like, well, do you want that? Rory goes, yeah, sure. Again, he had, did not know what she was talking about. He just said, sure. So <laughs> she, I got to cut she, in. This is ridiculous. Went ahead and put on some rubber gloves, and right then I got scared. <laughs> they put on rubber gloves for a stiff neck? Stiff neck. Yep. Said, open your mouth. And I'm looking at her going, what? Honest to God. She sticks her finger in the back of my mouth, and now she's shoving out the back of my neck. Ooh. And then I'm gagging, going, <laughs> you know, a little bit shocked. down his throat. They... I feel like Ray Donovan has me in prison. This is a bad deal. And then she said, you're really not going to like this. She moves a thumb length over, and now she is hitting that dangly thing in the back of my throat. Just That's her tonsils. Yeah, I don't like it. A, I didn't yeah. like but, it. Then, but then she, she does the other side. Uh, yeah, and then she said, well, we've got to do the other side. What does your, your throat have to do with your neck hurting? It, believe it or not, it loosened it up, and I'm still not sure if it was just because she was, had her fist in my mouth trying to run it out the back of my <laughs> neck, if I'm just glad it was out. Paid good money to have a fist in my mouth in Vegas one year. <laughs> my, medically, my neck was also sore. I'm, but like, I can't let this story go because I, I told it with Hambone. So I took my family. I've been out of rodeo for quite a while. Just got in. We went to Steamboat this year. How long since you been to Steamboat? Man, I've been to Steamboat since I was a kid. So things are a lot better for Rory now and, and I got him a nice place on the ski slope, took my family, took J.J. Elser's oldest boy $1,000 a day. He was 34, right? Yep. There you go. Talon. So we go there and turns out they serve screwdrivers in the morning. Well, I get down there and I run into Bob Brown, rodeo legend, Hooter. Mandated Hooter Brown. Tucker, you know, invented the jump off. It's, he's a legend. As cool as they get. All these young New legends building their resume. They have no idea who this guy is, that they've wrote country songs, and I'm drinking these right and left. I haven't been down the ski slope. And before it was over, they're shoving Hooter out of the way to get to Bob Feist. <laughs> now I'm thinking this is really humorous because, and Bob's a great guy, but <laughs> this is the guy they would love to meet. Got so many great stories. They've shoved him to the back. They don't care. Long story short, you drink enough of these, you don't ski, your daughter finds you on the side of the hill. Oh, so you he, heard... Yeah, he yeah, literally okay. passed out. Got $1,000 a day room. I was throwing up in all day while my kids were videoing it, sent it to everybody in South Dakota. <laughs> do, you think, uh, do you think we could get a copy of that video for rumpchat.com? No. Kalen, if you're out there, do not send I will, it. Yes. I will pay up to $32 for that video. <laughs> That's all the cash he has left for the Which, That's a lie, because he'll pull a clown deal. And whenever you win an act, and everybody said, oh, I got a bottle of whiskey. That whiskey was free, given to the clown, <laughs> along with a T-shirt that you usually I want to tell you on a total side note about throwing out a bottle of whiskey. My favorite one was when uh, Luke Creasy was riding, and he gets thrown off real hard, and Cotton come riding out there to throw him a gallon of Crown Royal. And Cotton tossed it, and Luke wasn't looking. So 
because they throw the crown royal bottle to uh, the wreck of the day. So Luke had already been hung up, kicked, and when he's not looking, Cotton tosses that gallon of whiskey and smokes him upside the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, son. I sorry thought about you were that, son. <laughs> I got a FaceTime audio call from Cotton Rosser yesterday. I don't, I don't think it was on purpose. Face yeah, time. I was gonna say that's impressive. During, I, I don't think Cotton out. goes. I think I'm gonna Facetime audio hambo. Dur- during the NFR though, you get some crazy calls. I got a call yesterday from a guy I haven't talked to in 12 years that used to be on the rodeo committee at one of my good rodeos, and he's like, "Hey, uh, you got any pull there at the finals?" Well, like, oh, not really. Why? What's up? Well, I was gonna see if you give me eight uh, plaza tickets together for <laughs> tomorrow night. Huh. Uh, I'm going to tell you all a little secret. The NFL, or something that's not a secret, the finals happens the same week of the same month every year. Do not wait till Friday morning to call somebody and need eight plaza tickets together. It's a little tough. I seen Sandy Polhamus looking for a ticket her way in there last (laughs) night. It's a little tough to get in there. Speaking of Sandy, did you see, uh, this is the general manager, Boyd Polhamus' wife, who is awesome lady but she does not like the spotlight at all and they had a camera on her and and some other people around her and she smiles waves whatever you know i mean they weren't pointing her out there's just crowd shots and it was on her and on her and on (laughs) sandy goes like this she's like take it off me and so the camera zooms in on her My wife was embarrassed when she's like, oh, Sandy's going to, she's going to rip into Boyd. She's going to run over there and get in that black trailer and storm around there (laughs) mad with the rain coming out of her head. Punching. Writing a cathartic email. (laughs) I don't mean to be cathartic. (laughs) That poor Mac (laughs) computer of Boyd's has to just be beat. One time we're in Monta Vista, Colorado, and Boyd Bullhamus is a big, big man. Big man. Big man. Six, five, probably. He gets thick. In, he gets in, let's say, a flare-up with the committee over the way the... And, and here's why I really? love Boyd. Here's what my, really? Really, here's why my wife loved Boyd. He's passionate, and that's why he's the best at what he does. He gets in a flare-up on the way they should come into the arena. Vein popping out of the side of the head. And I know you two have seen it because you act like you haven't seen it before. Yep. Several times I've been around you. And he's standing over there, and he's poking me in the chest outside, and he'd say... I don't understand why they don't get it. She got mad at me. <laughs> well, Boyd, you're 6'5". She's 4'3", for crying out loud. <laughs> Boyd's made me cry before, and I weigh 300. I'm six foot. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's true. intimidating. De- well, he's got I, them long arms. It runs we, in the family. We've got to put this video up, and I think we talked about it before, where we made at Denver. Boyd and I punk Rump always comes out, and he kicks his leg up on the fence. Well, uh... And he'll do the splits. This is pre-knee blowout. But anyway, so he goes out there, he's dancing, he <laughs> does do the, the splits. splits. Again. Well, when he does the splits, something, his, you know, his we bent split. gate on the we back split. door, something slipped out. Had a function. No. So then I'm playing the song that he usually goes over, dances, and then kicks his leg out on the fence. Well, he doesn't do it. And then he disappears. Boyd's like, what's wrong with Big Bear? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. Well, then I get a text. From Rump that he had accident. Let's just say accident. Don't, don't try to describe it. Skid marked. Soiled himself. There we go. Yeah, soiled himself. I spun out like a sports car on the strip on a Saturday <laughs> night in Vegas. So that later on that the next of fifteen production meetings that day, uh, 
Boyd is, is, I mean, he's like, somebody on our team let us down today. On a tough day, we had them. We had a tough crowd. And somebody on this team took the day off. And this room is silent. Oh, my God. Because everybody's going, oh, my God, is it me? Is it me? Please don't let me. I was trying to think how long it could take me to get to my pickup and be out of Denver. Like, I would have quit, changed my name, and never to be seen again. So, anyway, so he, <laughs> we, we had known that, you know, and he finally, he finally, I start laughing. I'm videoing. I finally start, he goes, points at Rump, and he goes, why didn't you go up and kick your leg up on that fence when we had this crowd? You let this team, and this guy's face, he was about to cry. And then <laughs> I, I start laughing. But, you know, in my defense, I'm a crier. You know that. You're an, wow, you're an emotional man. At the weekend of Hambone's wedding when I didn't get the finals. Um, oh, jeez. I, I, I cried and threw up at least once an hour for two days. Hambone's been married for 13 years now. <laughs> three. Oh. Oh. Feels like 13. The worst talk, three years of her life. Let's talk a little bit about tonight. Tonight, uh, there's only... Well, last night, our indoor C, I'm never going to make fun of Hunter Cure Holy ever cow. again. Hunter Cure, the rump chat indoor C, got underneath one, ran over, stepped on, and was still eight nine. His hat came off, so he wasn't ha- that, He wasn't happy, or he was not mad about the run. It was he was mad because his hat came off, and yeah. everybody saw his head. I felt comfortable to joke with my wife because I was inside the MGM. Otherwise, I wouldn't say <laughs> nothing. If, if yeah, like, I'm just glad our rump chat sticker stayed on. I'm just glad Hunter's alive. Of course we're glad. He was underneath the Hazen horse getting his face stomped on. It was tough. I uh, mean, you got to stay in that average, do what you got to do to get that steer down. And so he reached for that steer, and then that Hazen horse was coming into him, and oh, uh, the yeah. shoots were coming up and really as, fast. And as Rump says, he's still eight. I mean, yeah, yeah he's, he had he's all in his mind after he'd been rolled on, stomped on. He yeah, just I'm, him I'm actually pretty happy for Hunter that he's – Alive, but like I make fun of Hunter a lot, but now I don't want to make fun of him anymore because if he could take a stomping from a horse and a steer and still do that, wait, wait. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be able to punch him in the face. Well, you, oh, oh, so you were confident you could punch him in the face before last night? I was pretty sure I could whip Hunter Cure until last night. <laughs> now, this morning I watched the replay. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I think if I'm going to punch somebody, I'm going to keep with the easy targets like the Jody Carpers and the Wayne Brookses. And, <laughs> oh, there it know. is. There it is. Jody Carper, every time I walk by him, slaps me in the belly now. He's like, I can't believe you want to fight. Oh, wait. I can't believe you want to fight. J- Jody Carper also wears slippers. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My kid uh, poked me one time. Jody stayed at the house and said, I think he's wearing slippers. You know, he's grooming them four hairs he's got on his head. I don't wear slippers, but I do like house shoes. You know what? We can say that because he's at the bowling deal right now with Bob Tallman. So he can... I'm, I'm not saying anything because uh, we were staying at the uh, Hilton the other day in Canada. and uh, <laughs> The Econo Lodge. We was at the Econo Lodge because Hambone is the uh, sound man of the year. I walk into his room. Here's another story. Well, he's got a candle going that's a little bit. Who if takes a my candle? Wife Who likes takes a candle? He's got it going. Which Did you smell really the hallway? Sensitive. Have you ever stayed at an Econo Lodge before? It's candles, candles are welcome. But here's what's happening, and, and we all know Hambone. He's got 14 devices plugged in so he can see Iowa play Nebraska. I can't stand Nebraska. Oh. He was saying things. He had loose. me curled up in a ball. I was scared to come Go out of Hawks. my room, and he is screaming at the state of Nebraska. 
saying things that he shouldn't say. Yeah, we, we were live. Scared we the corgis that. down the line. It was uh, yeah. so. Uh, uh, oh, what was it, Kyle? Kyle, um, Kyle Dane. Kyle Dane says, "Well, you had your door open." I said, "No, no, I didn't. I was just that like." Well, the Econolodge walls are what you think the Econolodge walls will be, <laughs> but it's a very intense game because I'm from. Iowa, but Sydney, Iowa, which is right on the uh, Missouri River right there. So all of our news comes out of Omaha. My Half my family are Husker fans, the stupid half. No offense. Um, no, you are kidding. not making I friends. Just had, I had to <laughs> grow up my whole life and used to hearing how – because yeah. Nebraska was. They were dominant for years, and those years are over. There so. goes that music contract at the Exarban. Yep, good job. Oh, they know it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So let's get into, uh, let's look at tonight's draw. Hold on, I want to say one more thing. Oh, sorry. The reason the walls are so thin at the Econolodge, it makes it easier for the bed bugs to get around, okay? There you go. <laughs> All right, there's only one storyline tonight, and I think you guys know what it is. Tanner Oss, oh. Killer B. Oh, Bucking wow. bareback horse of the year. Tanner Oss and the Killer B. Oh! Can you it, see that? I forgot. I saw on Snapchat before we well, move on. Did anybody else see the Snapchat of Josh Frost getting his head shaved cul-de-sac style? I did not. They made a deal. If you buck off your first two bulls, they get to shave the top of your head. Oh, so, they, he got the hunter cure? Yeah, he had. Uh, he's in the bowling <laughs> deal. His whole top of his head is shaved except for the sides. He's got it shaved old man style. How about Hank Franzen's face? You see that? I, I think I, I guarantee you that I hurt wanna, that horse. I'm not, I'm not worried about Hank. I'm worried about that horse chipping the horse. tooth. Hurt the horse. Um, Hank Franzen's... A tough, tough individual, yeah. and that horse bit him. Yeah, and in after the face, the, the I, vet checked the horse's teeth, and he's going to be fine. <laughs> you know that people are scared of Hank. Like when Hank got pawed, everybody run in to help. If it would have been Scotty Lovelace or Sparky Dreesen, they could have got pawed people to shove them aside. You know what I mean? So they're, they're a little nervous over here. What do you have? Back to what I was saying. Killer so, B. What do you, <laughs> what are you thinking tonight, Rory? What's the chances of? Uh, Here's the draw here, Rory. Tanner Ross and the Killer B. Is he going to ride him? He's going to buck. Because last night was rough in the Bronc ride. Here's the deal. Tanner Oz's dad was a great bareback rider out of Minnesota, John Oz. He rides him if the horse don't slap him in the back. You know what I mean? If his butt don't hit him in the back of the head and throw him over the front end. But he arguably threw off and cow killed the greatest bareback rider of our generation earlier this year. Yep. So that's the rankest bareback I've watched Casey in a Fields long, long time. Yeah, that was so, so, uh, what are you, what's your thought? Uh, if here's the, the deal about Killer B, uh, the times that they've been in the '90s on that dude, he stayed right there. When Casey Field got on him short round at Austin this year, he went down the pin. But I, I've also seen that dude spin before. So oh, if sure, if that dude sure. doesn't get lined out, sure, Benny oh, likes that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, so Benny's that's, gonna. That's listen. why my pick tonight is 071. Casey Field on Delta Ship Frontier uh, Rodeo. That horse is older horse, but that dude, that's a J Bar J horse. That horse uh, bought as a colt uh, Delta Force, Delta Ship, and then uh, Delta Glamorous. Hey, the three horses this are. This says uh, Austin Foss has Killer B, not Tanner Oss. That rhymes. Foss Oss. Uh, did I read it wrong? Yeah. Austin Foss. Neutrina's oh. Killer B. Yeah. Tanner Oss has full baggage. You guys got to admit, Oss and Foss, Tanner Oss is a lot. Oss, Foss, anyhow. Yeah, you're Raise right. Raise your hand if you think Justin Rumford's an idiot. I don't even know you. Get away from the burger stand. <laughs> I, I'm, I was about to buy you a beer. Now I'm uh, not. Okay. I, I tell you, I like, I like O'Connell tonight. 
I like O'Connell on uh, Black Lake from Powder River Rodeo. Hank's horses have been great. Really good. O'Connell, the year. you know, O'Connell's been hurt. Man, he's coming. Yeah, but you're you're counting out makeup face. That's a great horse. Look, that is a great horse in Tilden. Tilden. That'll look good. Best ride I ever saw is on that horse. Casey Field, San Angelo. Texas. It's that's right. So yeah, this the is first year of the since shootout. Yeah, this was is it the first year. First year. Yeah, best right. ride, best yep. bareback ride ever I've witnessed firsthand. This is definitely the night where. If you got jerked down the last two nights tonight, you're really screwed, okay? Oh, yeah. Hey, so did, I, did Dale Kling raise that horse? I don't know. He <laughs> talks about the horse once in a while, but I think Dale Kling raised that horse. To see if yeah. I, and oh, then he Dale sold, Kling. And then he sold, sold him. So, so Tell so, the story. This is Makeup Face, which is a uh, – no, he's not the way. He was a no, top three he's a couple of times. top three several times. But the thing we joke about Dale, you, he can have – he's got lots of great horses. And another one can do a black flip, back flip. And he'll say, did you see Makeup Face? Oh, he was awful good. I think he was the best horse out. So. Well, his daughter named him. She said, look, because he's got, you know, it looks like he's got makeup on. She's like, that Makeup Face. So that's, but then didn't he sell in a. Oh, yeah. Somebody... Doug Vold bought him. <laughs> Doug Vold bought him for $800. Doug Vold told everybody one time he was my dad. And if you. <laughs> Doug Vold's a wild individual, if you don't know. Uh, yep. Son of Harry Vold. Bought him for eight hundred dollars. Seemed to be a little short of that eight hundred dollars. End up isn't going that to crazy C5 though? Rodeo. One of the best horses in the pro rodeo, and he sold for eight hundred dollars. They all come out of that sale. A little horse named Virgil come out of that sale. I was World there. champion yeah. bareback horse. Yeah, yeah that's a, that sale was in the hockey ring in uh, uh, Williston, North Dakota, where the Kling Brothers Classic Sale. That's also where Pete Carr bought uh, Riverboat Annie. Oh, yeah. There's been so many great horses coming okay. out of there. Okay, the Bronc ride. We got one horse out uh, that I feel like is by far going to be the best. Bradley Harder on Bad Onion. Oh, the NFR announcer is calling you Andy Stewart. Yeah. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Well, he brought her he last did, night. He did excellent last night. You know, it's uh, He did do a good that job. That is a tough, tough job. And you he have made, every he, eye in, yeah. in the... And it doesn't matter what you're doing. Well, I mean, barrel man don't do anything but sit in the barrel. But, I mean, bullfighters and, and, and music, Benji on the music and, and the announcers, they have every eye in professional rodeo judging. Waiting for you to make a mistake. Waiting for you to make a mistake so they can go, geez, I'm telling you, you hear though, that? It's and, a very tough position to work this rodeo, very hard. Andy's so good, though. He can make a checkers game exciting. He can make team roping fun to watch. He is. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> let's not uh, get let's, crazy. Let's, let's, let's not get crazy. Let's not get heavy. What's in that drink? <laughs> but right. seriously, tonight, Bad Onion, Bradley Harder, I guarantee that's going to win the round. Uh, like, and then the other, uh, did you see Son of Sadie from Bar T? That horse was here when the NFR moved from Oklahoma City. Okay. That's a, that's a great horse. Hey, Sparky Dreesen has a great horse called In the Lou, and young Mr. Hayes got him, don't he? Yep, Dawson Hayes got him. That horse will break over. That's, that's We're a not good happy matchup. with Dawson. He unfollowed us. Well, he re-followed us yesterday when we called him out. So Dawson Hay is oh, go Dawson Hay. I'm rooting for you, bud. Okay, yep. I, I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Crawley on Stampede Warrior of Calgary's. Yeah, uh, that dude bucks. Uh, Rusty Wright. Rusty but, Wright's going to be here at the end. Him and Zeke are duking it out, and Rusty Wright's got Big Tex, the former world champion. Is that the old Big yeah. Tex? That's the old, That's Big the Tex. old bareback horse. How yeah. old is Big Tex got to be? World champion bareback, and he won't bobble. Rusty will. Win the battle. So Easy. is tonight's pin? Is he, it? It well, looks last, like a TV pin. TV pin. And last night was he wasn't eliminator. Was just rank pin. Is that what they? That's why I don't get rank eliminator. Rank is just like 
the horses you're 90 on, right? Yeah. Eliminators are the out of line. Is yeah, it, I mean, that, that's what they were last night, though. I mean, it was, they were eliminators. Yeah, they were big Rode time four out of horse. 15. That's amazing. Yeah, big time buckers last good, night. Good on the contractors. Okay, bull riding. We don't pick the time event here because it's kind of hard to go with time event Cure. because what are you going to do? Talk about the cattle? I say Hunter Cure is going to win the team roping, calf roping, and the steer wrestling. He's your friend out here. Okay, the bull riding. Hunter is going to win. <laughs> um, you know who uh, my long shot is uh, Jeff Askey on Bruiser. Oh, no, I like that. Bruiser I, is the friendlier one to ride out of this deal, yeah. I think. Hey, great buck and bull. Is that the buck and bull of the years out tonight? Uh, wow, do you see that? Oh, that's uh, hot and ready. High low. Harper no, and no, Morgan. They're not high low. Is, what what company is that? Dalen Swearingen. What, what company owns the buck and bull of the year? Where's that at? That's oh, no. Dalen Swearingen's got that uh, hot and ready tonight. <laughs> and, like, I can't believe Dalen bucked off. Like, What do you got? That isn't even the draw. That's, oh, that's the other night. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me look at round oh, three. Oh, who's stupid now? Hambone. No. That's a draw like at San Angelo in 17. Do you know that my dad... That was round number two. My dad used to call uh, Hambone Trombone for the longest time. No, Dalen Swearingen has them tonight. Oh, there it is. Dalen Swearingen has Harper and Morgan Rodeo Company, which is this guy. Oh, yeah, I see. The bucket Uh, ball of the year. Part of Harper and Morgan is Rory Lemmel, so... I'm I guessing see. he's wanting to brag on himself. Well, and I bit. hope Dalen, <laughs> because I know he had a lot. He, well, he raised that bull. He feeds that yeah. bull. Nine <laughs> years ago, I was out there feeding it every day. You know, I, and I watched nine. him. Is he nine? He's nine. Nine years old. He That's is, amazing. He's litter mates with the PBR bull of the year that Dakota Rodeo owns, Chad Berger. Yep. Come out of the same litter. Crazy. That's Crazy. insane. Dalen's yep. good. Dalen needs to make a ride because I watched the bull riding last night with Donnie Gay, and I agree with Donnie, like, He's like, Dalen needs to just chill. And, you know, because Dalen rode so good at the Canadian PBR finals, like ranked bulls. I and like he's bucked. Too. He's yeah. been bucked off just some decent bulls. I have no idea. Bruisers are bad. I don't pay attention pick. to bulls. Dalen, he better come with some fire. So I think that he's going to pull his head out of his butt cheeks tonight and get you know, things are going to You know happen. what I'm going to go with? Just, I don't know the bull, but he's been bucked off of two. He got Shad Smith bu- one and a half jumped him last night on. Oh, Trey Benton the third. Uh, He's had a bad finals uh, so far, but we're only two rounds. It's the bull riding. It happens, but I, I think he turns it around tonight, gets his head right. I'm going with Rump. Rump's got a great pick. I can see why he won fourth for man in the can. He he was last. It was last. It doesn't matter. You know, those things don't matter. Like I he said did earlier. win his what? How many? Ninth clown of the years? I don't, you know, it doesn't matter to me. You know, buckles are uh, nice, but not as nice as the people I get And to he meet. won comedy, uh, dress, no, comedy act of the year. Did he win it with that motorcycle that he jumped no, at yeah. Angelo that year? Yeah. No, I, yeah, the one with the did, horse trailer, that won it. <laughs> no, I won it for the... Uh, Benny said, that's the dumbest thing I ever no, seen, I won it, big boy. Well, I won it with an act that he thought was stupid, the Dancing with the Stars. The one really? we started at San Angelo. I like that act. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, I don't count buckles just because when I wake up in the morning, I put my pants on just like you, Rory. But once my pants are up, they are buckled with a gold buckle. Oh, there we are. That's I, a good I don't, drop. I don't count. I don't want to, you know, buckles. To me, it's the friendships. That's why he has his buckles on the side of his trailer when he pulls in. <laughs> I don't even, no, I don't do that. I'm not that guy. Is that Old San Antonio's pulling in? Or is that <laughs> it's eight. San Antonio got upset. Houston. 
Little old rodeo there in Houston. Little old Houston. I, I love how, um, because Houston, you know, wasn't PRCA for so long. They came back into the fold, which is outstanding. And uh, they had Joel Cowley, president and CEO, up there accepting the award. And you have every all these committees and everything, and everybody watching on TV and streaming and everything. And Joel Cowley's like, this is on behalf of the over 36,000 volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> People are going, Bleh. We invited 32,000 of them. Our guy's got to pay $35 to be a volunteer. Fort Madison, <laughs> Iowa is mad as hell. 36,000. 36,000. Yeah. It is amazing. And they've raised over I 500 know, million. $500 million for the youth of Texas. Rodeo Houston is, I work that rodeo. I'm very blessed to work that rodeo. It is a complete different. Ant- you can't compare it because people ask, what's your favorite rodeo? You, you can't compare Houston because it's a rodeo produced like for TV. The music that I play isn't like every other rodeo or BFO or where you're playing, you know, uh, ACDC or something. It's an actual library that they buy of just beats. And so, and you're, you have a director there going, okay, stand by Bob and go Tallman and uh, Boyd and go Boyd. You know, he's actually calling the shots and, and he's in a building that's half mile away. Yeah, Houston's unbelievable. Look, I mean, as a contestant, there is three or four rodeos that you walk into, and and the hair on the back of your neck stands up. It's Houston, Calgary, Cheyenne, absolutely Pendleton. You know, you walk in there, and those Yuba, are, Colorado, especially, <laughs> especially you know, like at Houston, uh, obviously concert every day, and so at the beginning, there's you know, uh, it, it, people filter in through the rodeo. But it may look empty, but there will still be seventeen to 20,000 people there. But you spread that out over a building that seats 76,000. Yeah. And by the time the bull riding gets going, that place is full. And I bet Cardi B there last year. Yeah, Cardi B played there. It was... Uh, Cardi B called me, and I'm like, hey, I can't come to the concert. And she's like, all right, I'd like to see it. Me and George Strait anyway. pull up there, and we get out of the car, and there's Cardi, as I call her, and... Who's saying that? Who's the miserable guy I'm going to fight in the stands? Is that Weston? Weston, shut your mouth. Sorry. I'm getting heckled on our, our live. Weston's right there. He's heckling out of the side of his mouth. Guy in the beard. No, that's actually his beard's talking. Maybe so. I should start a list of BFO bullfighters I could fight. Well, we've, we've had a list of announcers. We haven't had a list of stock contractors. Give me your top five. Give me five oh. contractors you could beat up. Scotty Lovelace. <laughs> Binion. Survey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Try somebody over 150 pounds. Uh, say yeah. it. Say it. You know you want to. Jeff Flinton's probably over that, isn't he? Jeff Flinton, Barty Rodeo. Um, I could probably. Hank Franzen? No. <laughs> no. No. Hey, before we. Before, I'm, There's before not I, one Franzen you could beat up. Yeah, you know no. what? In Las Vegas. Laura and Jill included. This is a true you. story. I got. Third-degree burns on my butt cheeks from Hank Franzen. Did you know that? When, we were, when the uh, Buck and Horseman Bull Sale used to be in the Thomas and Mac, we kept all the stock at Horseman's Park. We'd have to start hauling in at 5 in the morning. So Hank is driving in, and we're at a stoplight, and he's in his semi, and me and my dad pull up next to him at the stoplight to pick up a gooseneck, and it's 5 o'clock in the morning, and my dad says, Hey, moon him. So I pull my pants down, butt cheeks out the window. I'm mooning Hank Franzen. He's got the window rolled down. He's got a 20-ounce coffee, and he just tosses the coffee onto the cheeks. <laughs> I don't know how many of y'all have had your butt cheeks out in Vegas and had hot coffee on them, but it's not good. 
Raise your hand if that's happened. Okay. So anyhow, um, not Hank Franzen. Uh, um, Reno Rosser, I could beat the crap out of him. That'd be, oh, oh. be kind of layup. Oh, and my sister. She's a stock contractor, <laughs> Haley. So, Breadwell Pro Rodeo. And I have beat up Haley and Reno and Binion, so. Aren't you and I choked Scotty Lovelace once on accident at uh, Waco. Well, he is a big bully, Scotty, so, if you get to looking at him. Uh, <laughs> One time, Scotty come down, and I, I, this is a couple years ago, a shootout. He comes down, and he, his wife apparently forgot to pack him another T-shirt, and he was just wearing a leather coat. That's all he had. I'm telling you, you do not <laughs> want to see a borderline 60-year-old man in just a leather coat. It was scary. <laughs> Made me I can't see Scotty like that. Scotty's 60? I'm sure he's 70, but I'm sure he... No, no, he's oh, you're right high here. 50s. High 50s. Well, um, well right. All right. Well, we're going to... Uh, and we have to do the uh, Justin Sports Medicine update. Yep. Um, Trevor Castner had a concussion. Um, and, uh, but he is listed as probable for tonight. Trevor Castner in a uh, bull riding. And Hunter Kerr had a contusion to the left forearm. Which is amazing. That's all he came out what's of. What's a contusion that for the? Not that I don't understand. I wonder if the people that don't know tell what, what's a it's contusion. It's a bruise. Oh, then why did they just say his arm's bruised? Because it's not medically correct. Something up here. Well, too, I wonder maybe. if that's the same arm he had ringworm on. Oh, I'm not saying it. Not saying it. Um, and uh, well, performance one: Caleb Bennett, right arm and wrist inflammation. And he. No, wait a second. J so JJ's not on there. Uh. Uh-uh. He broke his tibula and fibula seven weeks ago, and he's riding Bronx. Won 18,000 the first night. Well, he must not ever went into the sports oh, medicine. Because if he's they don't tough. even go in, they don't report it. Yeah. yeah no, he, you know tough. That's tough. He's tough. We should give him the pair of Justin boots to give away. Oh, to yeah. JJ? To, uh, to some, one of our cowboys, it's tough. Okay. Yeah. We'll give yeah. him to JJ. I like that. Yeah, Justin boots giveaway every day right here. Yeah, so. thanks to Justin boots for uh, jumping on with us. We want to thank Gold Buckle Beer. Boyd Gaming, uh, if you guys cannot make the rodeo tonight, uh, this big dumb animal over here has a watch party. Yeah. At the Orleans. And this year the watch party is gluten-free. What? I don't know. All you got to do is walk into the bar and say, I'm on Justin Rumford's tab. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) There's no... For everybody that keeps charging beers to me at different hotels, let's try to stop that for a few days, okay? I remember a time when you had your own stash. <laughs> well, thank you all yep. for tuning in. <laughs> he just wants to get... Thank you all for... To the over 1,000 people that watched us yesterday. So, uh, now nah, we probably shouldn't tell the San Angelo story let's where Rory talk. thought he had fun. Well, you know what? Story. i tell you what. It's we all probably my... shouldn't get into that one. <laughs> Sorry. We're going to call it a, a day. It's one thirteen. Yep. We're getting close to BFO. BFO, 2 o'clock. Qualifier uh, round number two. Another round of young guys. Uh, we're not going to go through them because really don't Because we don't know, know any them. of them. So. Sorry. But anyway. Hope you're good. I want to thank Rory Lemel, <clears throat> stock contractor. Beer salesman, uh, oil field man. Exotic male dancer. Exotic male dancer, part of Chippendales. But no, uh, Rory Lemmel, one of the uh, best guys in the business, and which makes Rory so great is it doesn't matter who it is, he will make fun of you. So, yeah. And don't forget the Rump Chat booth right over here. Get you a T-shirt. Yes, we've got merch for sale right here at the I BFO merch. He did. Get out your checkbook. So I bought it. Oh, you did? Oh, cool. He bought it with the monthly. He bought it. And we bought that with the money that he gave us. Right. See how that goes? 
All right, we'll see y'all later. Thank Rump you, chat. everybody. Out. See you tomorrow, 1230. Rumpchat.com.